Rule number one for midweek service, whether Advent or Lent, for a preacher, don't blow people up. You may find that odd to hear. I don't sense any detonation devices in this room, no IEDs or TNT. Pastor Scott, what, what sayest thou? It's nighttime. It's the end of the day. We are invited to approach our rest with peace and quiet in our hearts and minds. It's an opportunity for us to maybe just close our eyes. Don't fall asleep. But rest in the words of Holy Scripture, the beauty of the hymns that we've sung, the music that's been played, the devotion that's been brought forth from us. Enjoy this shepherd family and this beautiful room that is now, by the way, well lit, thanks to Andrew Armstrong and Bruce Jeffers and Bob Jane. Glad to have the lights back on. Um, maybe we should turn them down a bit. Don't do that, Alex. Let's not mess with what's good. <laughs> but it's a time just to rest and to be at peace. Isaiah uh, writes a word for us on the one side that is filled with sentimental memories for many of us who've heard this word over the course of decades. A stump of Jesse, a branch bearing fruit, the spirit of the Lord resting on him, the wolf living with the lamb, the calf and lion and yearling, a little child will lead them all Wonderfully warm visions of what the Lord Christ will bring about in the last day. The reality of Isaiah 11, however, is that it is being written actually in a time where things are getting blown up. The nation of Israel, once so strongly connected and cohesive, coming out of Egypt in the time of the Exodus, has begun to fragment. The north and the south are separated. And the northern kingdom, if not in exile, is on its way soon. The southern kingdom is in jeopardy. And Isaiah, this prophet, writes to those who live in the surrounding areas around Jerusalem, that Temple Mount being the centerpiece of that southern kingdom called Judea. And in that time that Isaiah writes, and he speaks about a shoot that will come up from the stump of Jesse, roots, a branch will bear fruit, the spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, counsel and might, knowledge and fear of the Lord. Isaiah is prophesying that word in order to be overheard by the actual kings of the southern kingdom that still ruled during these days. With hope against hope that these human rulers in advance of the Lord Christ, the final Messiah to be delivered by God's own perfect purpose and will, that these human rulers would actually accomplish what God had already 
and always expected of those anointed to succeed David. Spirit of the Lord will rest on him. Wisdom and understanding has to do with intellectual wherewithal. Not just smarts, but the application of it. Pray for wisdom. Get insight. Guard it as a precious treasure, more valuable than silver or gold or diamonds. Nothing in the earth compares to it. Get wisdom. You cannot rule without it. Counsel and might. A family by which you are sharpened through their insight and advice and made courageous to do what is right. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. This is religion. Live in the sight of God and recognize that you are never, ever far from his sight as you rule. These are to be the characteristics of the government to which Isaiah is writing, in light of which Isaiah writes. And we know where it leads. Over time, as do seemingly every human government that has ever existed, it decays, corrupts, and finally, poof, it's gone from the face of the earth. Years ago, a theologian by the name of G.G.D. Kilpatrick, Canadian, of course, had to be with a third initial, G.G.D. Kilpatrick wrote this of these verses, the ideals of government can be vindicated only through character. Men do not sufficiently consider that where government has failed, it has not been because of constitutional weaknesses or faults in administrative procedure, but because of moral defects in the governors and the governed. Something to remember in our very divided and partisan American moment. As we hold as a counterbalance to this 21st century time in American democracy, this vision that came from the prophet of the Lord. A government absent, the wisdom and understanding of the Spirit, the counsel and might of the Spirit, the knowledge and fear of the Lord, will soon be no government at all. Would that we pray for those who govern us. Would that we pray for ourselves from whom this American government is derived. But we know there is coming a day when wolf and lamb will get along like chums, leopard and goat will hold hands and skip through the tulips. Calf and lion and yearling will play part cheesy. And the little child will make sure that they all have a bowl of warm milk to lap up together.
The cow and the bear, the young will lie down all together. And the lion will no longer devour, but eat straw like the ox. And cobras and vipers and black and green mambas, they'll be playthings for infants. Because when the righteousness of the Lord is revealed, the days of human self-harm and human harm of others will end. In that day, we are told, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the people. And every nation of human being will rally to him, and his resting place will be glorious. I don't know what wars you fought today. Maybe it was a phone battle with a representative at Social Security. My daughter, Lauren, works for State Farm as a claims adjuster. She's on the phone all day long to listen to her talk patiently with those whose vehicles are in varying degrees of destruction. Fascinating. Whether with your husband or wife, your children or grandchildren, the neighbor down the street, below or above, the person driving somewhere between Hayden and the 101 coming east on Frank Lloyd Wright. That was my battle. Whatever war, put it away. It's night. The fever of life for this day is coming to an end. Let the weary, the wearying world be hushed so that tonight we can find our rest at last. In the one who says, rally to me, find me, and find peace. Or as Jesus said in Matthew's gospel, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall follow. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle, and humble of heart. This is the Savior that calls to us tonight. This is the Savior that calls to us through the weeks of Advent. It's the Savior who promises to meet us in Bethlehem in just a few short weeks. It is the Savior who promises us to meet us when our eyes close for the final time on this life. And there will, because of him, be peace. And all of God's people said, Amen. Amen.